You're listening to the Drumming News Network, drummingnewsnetwork.com. Welcome to this episode of the Drumming News Network podcast. I'm your host, Paul Rodney, and in this episode, we cover the most popular news posted from August 15th through August 21st. Please make sure to visit the stories posted in this episode by searching our website or by following the links in our show notes, and make sure to visit the Drumming News Network daily to keep up on all the drumming news. So, let's get started. Our first story is kind of a sad one. Ellen White's stolen drum set used with John Lennon is still missing. The search continues for a piece of rock and roll history. On April 12th, King County authorities asked the public for help after thieves stole a priceless drum set used to record John Lennon's Imagine. Ellen White, the owner of the kit, was also the drummer of the band Yes. During spring break, thieves broke into the Newcastle home and ransacked it, taking information on a storage unit. Detectives said the thieves used the information to break into the storage unit and haul away several items, including the famed drum set. Using surveillance footage captured on March 25th, the Newcastle Police Department sent out a photo of the truck used during the burglary and photos of the three suspects. On Monday, April 11th, the Newcastle Police Department announced that they had found the truck and identified the suspects. However, the kit is still missing. This is especially sad with the incident happening at the end of Alan's life. Alan passed away on May 26th of this year without having resolution to this incident. An $11,000 reward is being offered for the return of this drum kit. Anyone with information is asked to call 1-800-222-8477 and reference the case C-220-10116. On June 19th, King Court prosecutors have charged two suspects in connection with the theft of the legendary drum kit owned by Yes Drummer Alan White. Chad Briner and Frederick Estes Jr., who is also known as Shadow, have both been charged with burglary in the second degree and two counts of residential burglary. They have felony warrants for their arrest. On March 27th, deputies responded to a 911 call about a break-in at a home in Newcastle owned by Gigi and Alan White and found Briner sleeping downstairs on a couch. During questioning, he admitted that he had broke into the home and had been living there for three days. He told them he had found paperwork in the house with a security code for the heating storage unit. Briner said he shared that information with an acquaintance who goes by the name Shadow, who was later identified as Frederick Estes Jr. Briner told deputies that he and Estes Jr. went to the storage unit, used the code to get into the building, cut the locks off, and stole the musical items. They went back the following morning and stole more items, placing them in a white Chevy truck with a camper that Estes Jr. was driving. On March 28th, Newcastle Police Department Chief Jason Houck located the white truck and camper in Federal Way. SS Jr. spotted Houck's unmarked vehicle, made a U-turn, and started speeding away in a reckless manner. As he did, a triple platinum record for the 90215 album that belonged to White flew off the vehicle and landed on the road. Houck lost sight of the truck but retrieved the stolen record and plaque. On April 1st, Estes Jr. and a woman were arrested after deputies responded to another break-in into the White's home. During questioning, Estes Jr. claimed he had purchased the White truck with a camper from his friend, John John. He admitted he broke into the storage unit, but claimed he got mad at the other accomplices and drove off with all the stolen items, leaving the other guys there. According to the probable cause documents, he told Hulk that he stashed the items in an apartment on Airport Way South until he located a buyer. Then, he transferred them into an older tanned RV in Soto, parked across the street from Ruby Chow Park. In addition to his new charges, Briner also has the bench warrant for assault in the fourth degree. 
Estes Jr. currently has two pending cases in King County Superior Court for unlawful possession of a firearm in the first degree and for theft in the first degree. Additionally, he has five recent felony convictions for assault three, substantial pain, burglary in second degree, unlawful possession of a firearm, possession of a stolen vehicle, and malicious mischief second degree. Now check this out. Neither suspect is in custody. They were scheduled to appear for an arrangement on June 29th in the King County Courthouse. I don't know what's more tragic. The fact that Allen's set was stolen just before his passing. The fact that the set most likely will never be recovered, along with the other equipment. But possibly the most egregious is that none of them have been arrested. I've been unable to find any updates since the June 29th court update, but as soon as I do, I will post. In the meantime, here's a snippet from the news report that was put out shortly before he passed away. That's just disturbing to all local music lovers. A group of criminals have stolen a piece of rock and roll history from a legendary drummer that lives right here in our area. Yeah, those thieves took a drum kit that was used in recorders of countless rock and roll classics. Reporter AJ Janivelle spoke with the owner of that drum set and shows us what is being done to get it back to him. Rock and roll Hall of Famer Alan White, most notably known for his work with the band Yes, tells me that he's sharing this story in hopes that he can get this piece of rock and roll history back in his possession. A garage filled with relics from the history of rock and roll, but this is not where these items call home. It's stuff I've taken care of for the last 35, 40 years. These instruments belong to Alan White, Hall of Fame drummer for the band Yes. He's here in Newcastle Thursday, picking them up from police. Your privacy has been taken away from you. Newcastle police say a group of squatters broke into Allen and his wife Gigi's home back in March, staying there for several days, stealing countless keepsakes. Police say the crooks also went through the White's personal documents and found information for two storage units they also broke into. It's impossible to see right now what all's gone. And these thieves did not have a gentle touch as they looted through rock and roll history. That includes letting this triple platinum plaque for Yes's 90125 album fall out of a truck and smash onto the ground. Disrespect all over. They just don't know. While a lot of these items are returning to White, the most important piece is unaccounted for. He played on Imagine with John Lennon. Um, the George Harrison, All Things Must Pass. That's right. That was the kit that was used for all those sessions. White played this drum kit on some of the biggest rock and roll songs ever. And he allowed some of the biggest rock and rollers ever to play on it. This priceless percussion is still missing. They don't know what it is and what it means. And especially to me. Final 24 takes a look at Keith Moon's final 24 hours. Final 24 is a TV show that is now posted on YouTube for the most part, but was a terrestrial show for many years. September 6th, 1978, Keith Moon is one of the most outrageous rock and roll performers in the world. As the genius drummer for The Who, Wild Man Moon is a non-stop party animal. In 24 hours, however, the party will be over and Moon will be dead. Featuring archival footage, dramatic reenactments, with interviews with his family and closest companions, Final 24 documents the final moments of the rock star's life. 
So this is an interesting video. We'll just post it on the website. So again, follow our show notes and it'll take you right to uh, the video posted on our site. London, September 6th, 1978. Keith Moon is the drummer for rock giants The Who. For the past decade, he's been one of the most outrageous performers in rock and roll. Keith Moon was an octopus. Nobody would ever seen a drummer like that. He's a drumming genius whose talents are overshadowed by his wild man ways. It was like a time bomb. You never know when he was going to go off. Keith's life was a non-stop party from the day he joined the Who to the day he died. When it comes to self-destruction, Moon is Rock's poster boy. I don't know how he survived, as long as he did. And soon, the curtain will drop on the clown prince of rock and roll. This is the last 24 hours in the life of Keith Moon. Gibraltar releases the 9-inch Swap Practice Pad System. The 9-inch Swap Pad Drum Practice System is a unique 3-in-1 practice pad featuring swappable playing surfaces that connect magnetically to the same base. Simply peel off one pad, swap with another, or flip the pad over for a totally different playing experience. Choose the responses or resistance that matches your drum practice goals. Develop your touch, build your stamina, or refine your clarity of playing, all with one drum practice pad system. The system features a 9-inch playing surface, a patented design, three magnetic practice pad surfaces, three levels of resistance in one system, fits easily into the backpack or larger stick bag, and you can use on a tabletop, snare stand, or on your lap. So check that out. Dinah Gretsch joins NAM Foundation Board of Directors. The NAM Foundation is honored to welcome Dinah Gretsch to the organization's board of directors in the role of vice chair. As a member of the board, Gretsch will serve a three-year term to guide the work of the nonprofit and fulfill its vision to create access to and advanced participation in music making across the lifespan. Through and through, Dinah is a tireless advocate for music education. Her work embodies a diverse amount of experience in both business and philanthropy across the music spectrum. We are honored to welcome Dinah to the board and look forward to her contributions on behalf of the industry, says Mary Lewerson, Executive Director of the NAM Foundation. Gretsch shares, the Gretsch company has proudly participated in NAM for more than a century, and it's that history that makes the opportunity to serve on the NAM Foundation Board of Directors an even greater privilege. I look forward to supporting the mission, the team, and the growth of its vitally important programs. Currently, Dinah Gretsch serves as Executive Vice President and CFO of the Savannah, Georgia-based Gretsch Company, a globally recognized manufacturer of high-quality drums and guitars since 1883. Jerry Tashwa discusses his switch to Tama Bergerault vibraphones. Tama goes on to say, We recently welcomed world-renowned vibraphonist Jerry Tashwa to the Tama Bergenault artist roster, and we're beyond excited to have him. I encourage you to go to our website to watch this YouTube video. It's very impressive, and you can really see him play. Uh, he's a fantastic player. But for now, I'll be playing an excerpt from that video.
Hello, I'm Jerry Tashwa. I'm in my recording studio with my brand new Bergerot 3.5 octave extended range signature series vibraphone. I am so impressed with this instrument. About four years ago, I believe it was, I was in Italy on tour and I stumbled across a Bergerot vibraphone, had the opportunity to play on it, and I was very, very impressed. As most of you probably know, for the past 50 years, just a couple months shy of 50 years, I was with another company. And in that 50 years, probably 35 plus of them, I've asked to finish the vibraphone. Finish the vibraphone to get me out of the world of F, F to F. It's just kind of an uncomfortable, awkward place to be. All I wanted was three more notes, EDC, with its obvious sharps and flats. And to me, this is a finished instrument. It's something that just makes sense. That didn't happen, and a couple years ago, I was approached by Bergerot, and I knew that they made extended range instruments, so I said, well, look, um, I need to play it, I need to hear it, because hearing an instrument and the quality of sound is the most important thing to me. And they said, sure, we'll send you an instrument, which they did. I got the instrument, played it, opened it up, loved it, fell in love with this thing. It sounds terrific. The bottom three notes have a good fundamental of the pitch, which a lot of the extended range instruments do not have. This one sounds great. It's built well. It plays perfectly. So as of now, I now endorse Bergerald Vibraphone's extended range instruments. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Jonathan Moffat launches his own drumstick brand, Sweet Beats. Sonically diverse and patent-pending double-tipped sticks were designed by Jonathan himself. The double-ended drumstick were designed for both versatility and convenience. Jonathan goes on to say, My patented duo double-tipped design, which I designed many years ago, provides broader sonic dynamic range between the two tips, depending on which side is being used. While a traditional single-tip stick provides one specific sound and a limited sonic range, the duo design caters to all types of music from soft ballads to heavy rock music. Aside from being double-tipped, the duo design has a larger tip on one end and a smaller tip on the other end. This makes it easy for any drummer to switch between various types of songs with a simple flip of the stick rather than switching to an entirely different drumstick completely. Again, versatility and convenience. I can never go wrong with stage theatrics, including stick flips, which allows me to always land on a tip, not the butt end like you would with a traditional single tip drumstick. I've been using the duo design for decades now and cannot go back to traditional drumsticks ever again. The Sweet Beat drumsticks are available now in Eclipse Black, Hot Rod Red, Natural Wood, with more colors coming soon. Make sure to go to MoffettStore.com to check these drumsticks out. We are now celebrating CD's 40th anniversary. August 17th, 2022 marked 40 years since the first compact disc was manufactured. Four decades ago, at a factory near Hanover in Germany, Royal Philips Electronics made a copy of The Visitors by ABBA. The co-produced format by Sony and Philips represented the start of a shift from analog to digital music. CDs offered improved sound quality and better scratch resistance. Plus, the standard disc would hold more than one hour music. CDs and CD players were first introduced to the Japanese market in November of 1982. By March 1983, they launched worldwide. At a time before online music existed, it became the most sophisticated way to play and store music. 
On the 25th anniversary of its first public release in 1982, it was estimated that 200 billion CDs had been sold worldwide. CDs were made available to the public in 1982 and they quickly became the most efficient way of storing music. Before CDs, music was stored and played on vinyl and cassette tapes. Vinyl discs were a lot bigger than CDs and could be broken easily. Cassette tapes used magnetic tape and the music played through from left to right. Once one side was done, you flipped it over for more songs on the other side. Even though cassette tapes were small, CDs soon became more popular because you could skip directly to the song you wanted to listen to. By 2007, over 200 billion CDs had been bought and sold around the world. Now I'm going to talk to you about the decline of the CD. Sales of CDs fell almost 25% last year and, since 2008, CD sales have fallen by 10 million every year. In 2001, iTunes was launched by computer company Apple. For the first time, people could buy songs online individually instead of having to buy the whole CD. Plus, you could store the songs in a playlist on your computer. In 2008, music streaming site Spotify was launched. It offered the chance for people to listen to unlimited music in return for a small monthly subscription fee. More than 63% of music listeners are now using stream sites with unlimited choices. A total of 91 billion songs were played on Spotify, Apple Music, and their competitors last year. Here's some fun facts about CDs. The first ever CD was a 1982 album by a Swedish pop group, ABBA, called The Visitors. The biggest selling CD of all time is the Eagles' 1976, their greatest classic hits album, which sold over 38 million copies. If all the CDs in the world were piled up, they'd circle the earth six times. I'd like to find out from you what you think about CDs. It's kind of interesting how they're kind of changing the narrative on things to try to almost tell a, a different story. As a kid, I remember that there were records called 45s, and oftentimes you'd buy the 45 because you couldn't afford to buy the whole record. And that was a very common thing. So now when people are buying single songs and bands are upset about it, I don't quite get it because bands made a lot of money and got a lot of exposure years ago. And I know contracts are completely different today than they've ever been before, and, and more and more artists are being taken advantage of. I totally get it. But what I'm talking about is that the argument that buying single songs digitally directly impacted CD sales, I think, is a, is a weak argument. Uh, trading songs, I think, somewhat is a weak argument as well, because when I was younger, people would pass around cassette tapes. I know that story wasn't drum-related, but I hope it was interesting nonetheless. Happy birthday, CD. Drumming against gender-based violence in Ecuador. Our right to be happy is important without violence and mistreatment. We will persevere. This group defends women's rights through Arlios, which is a traditional genre from the Pacific coast of Ecuador and Colombia. This is the ritual music of their ancestors. It is used to guide the youth. We share educational messages through Arlios with music that touches their hearts. This group of women is known as Tia Cachia. They speak out against gender-based violence and learn about their rights as women and refugees. Zorana goes on to say, we want to rescue the culture of our grandparents, which is already being left behind. We also talk to women about our rights. 
about equality. It is difficult to speak directly to a partner to address these issues of violence. But through music, it becomes much easier. Ecuador hosts over 70,000 refugees. The majority come from neighboring Colombia, like Zorana. Tia Gachia empowers refugee and Ecuadorian women. Together, they preserve their shared culture while defending their rights. She goes on to say, we are a group of warrior women. We are determined and have a desire to work. We are organized to be the guardians of wisdom, our culture, of our life. I encourage you to go to our website to not only read the story or have it read to you, it only take five minutes and nine seconds, but to watch this video. It's really cool to see how people are using rhythm to send a message. Uh, again, speaks to the power of rhythm and drums. Gibraltar releases their new Neo Thrones. The contour Gibraltar saddle shape and the classic round meets a neoprene seat for a new level of performance. With a moisture-resistant outer and memory foam inner, the Neo Thrones maximize comfort and minimize fatigue. First, here's a bit about the Gibraltar 9000 series 13 and 3 quarter Neo Round Drum Throne. The tried and true Gibraltar round top meets a neoprene seat for another level of comfort, style, and ease of use. Experience comfort and support in the Gibraltar 9000 series Neo Round Drum Throne. This ultra-tough seat offers top features like a moisture-resistant neoprene top layer, memory foam inner, and ergonomic thigh contours, all sitting on a super-solid double-braced base. Quickly and easily adjust the height to find your perfect position using the Gibraltar spin lock mechanism. This throne adjusts from 19 inches to 27. And the Gibraltar 9000 Series 16.5 Neo Saddle Drum Throne has the same features but is offered in a saddle throne. And finally, Tama introduces the Star Reserve Volume 8 Stave Ash Snare Drum, the eighth entry into the venerable Star Reserve series. The Stave Ash Snare features a 14 by 6.5 shell constructed using 20 10 millimeter thick ash staves. Stave style drums afford a faster response and a deeper tone overall. The ash material also provides additional brightness and sensitivity, making this particular snare remarkably agile and articulate. This 14-inch by 6.5-inch stave ash shell is the newest addition to the Star Reserve series. Characterized by its brightness and sensitivity, ashwood has a wide tonal range. Similar to a conga drum, 20 pieces of 10-millimeter thick ashwood staves are used to form this unique shell, delivering a quicker response and deeper tone than that of a ply or solid drum shell. The 2.3-millimeter sound arc hoop is bent inward, providing a tight sound with a mellow sustain. In combination with the solid and powerful sound of the stage ash shell, the sound arc hoop delivers an elegant focused sound to the Star Reserve series. In order to provide a crisper and more sensitive sound, we redesigned our snappy snare using new materials and customizing the shape of the plate and the wire coil's winding pattern. As a result of these modifications, the super sensitive high carbon snappy snare fits closer to the snare side head, providing a greater sensitivity and a brighter crisper sound. Because of its relatively heavy weight, ash produces a brightness like maple and a crispiness like birch, resulting in a beautiful sounding drum in a variety of tunings. Together, the high quality sound and intricate ashwood grain creates an incomparable experience that will resonate with players and audiences alike. And this concludes our episode. Please visit Drumming News Network daily to keep up on all the drumming news. 
If you have any feedback or have any story ideas, or if there's a story you think that we should be posting, please email us at contact at drummingnewsnetwork.com. And once again, thank you for your time. Until next time, keep drumming. This has been a production of the Drumming News Network. All rights reserved. All media is owned by the respective parties. This episode cannot be distributed or copied in any form. Please visit drummingnewsnetwork.com daily to keep up on all the latest drumming news. Copyright 2022.